high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, touching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. All right, happy President's Day weekend. Previewing Rutgers at Minnesota on Sunday night, 6.30, BTN. Monster game for Rutgers. Looking for a huge win on the road, a place that has been just a nightmare for them the last two years. Two years ago, losing. Uh, Minnesota had, I think, three starters out in that game. It was like a noon game on a weekend, and uh, they played terribly, lost that. And then, of course, last year, the game that was kind of, I look at it as the nail in the coffin in terms of uh, Rutgers missing the NCAA tournament. Uh, they had the game. Uh, they were up, was it 10 with like a minute and a half to go? Epic collapse. And uh, so they're going to be facing some demons uh, in the barn in Minnesota. Uh, I've been there. It's a tremendous environment. And uh, Minnesota has played well at home this year. They're 4-2. and two. They have lost their last two home games uh, at the barn, and that was to uh, Michigan State. And, uh, excuse me, they lost their last two games on the road. Their last two home games, they won Northwestern in overtime, Michigan State. Two impressive wins there. They have lost twice at home to Indiana and to, uh, excuse me, to Iowa and Wisconsin. So uh, they also beat Nebraska. They also beat Maryland at home. They're six and seven overall in the Big Ten, four and two at home. Ken Palm wise, they are 72nd right now. This is Saturday night. I'm coming to you, so it'll change. They're 88th offensively uh, and 68th defensively. Um, what stands out about them is they're super strong inside on both ends of the floor. Uh, they're shooting 55% from two point range, 55.4%, 22nd best nationally. And they're shooting. Um, they're allowing opponents just 46.3 inside 39th. So they're really good rim defenders. They're really good uh, scoring inside. Dawson Garcia, the North Carolina transfer, Minnesota kid, you know, he's really good. 6'11". Uh, he's shooting, uh, I mean, a great free throw shooter. 134 attempts. He's shooting 83% from the line. He's shooting over 50% inside. Um, you also have uh, Ola Joseph, who's shooting 67% inside. Farrell Payne is shooting uh, 62%. Payne is 6'9", sophomore. Ola Joseph is 6'7", sophomore. More of a wing type, but, you know, undersized big or, you know, undersized four, I'd say. And, um, you know, they're they're really limiting opponents in size. This is a tough matchup for Rutgers. This is not – this is a much better Minnesota team in the last two years, and Rutgers lost both those games uh, just in terms of how they match up uh, in this game. Uh, Minnesota also two great free th- uh, three-point shooters in uh, Mike Mitchell and Cam Christie. Uh, Mike Mitchell shooting 40% on uh, over 100 attempts. And Cam Christie, uh, the f- freshman, shooting 42% on uh, 119 attempts. Mitchell, 130 attempts, 40%. So they're the two deep threats. 
So that's a big concern in this game. Rutgers closing out in threes. Now, the one thing that Rutgers matches up really well uh, against Minnesota is they turn the ball over quite a bit. Uh, they have, uh, yeah, 17, over 18% turnover rate, 205th nationally. They also do not turn opponents over uh, much at all. Uh, they're 227th there. They're not a good free throw shooting team, uh, 68%, 301st, similar to Rutgers. Uh, and they, uh, yeah, they're prone to steals, 291st worst offensive uh, steal rate nationally. Uh, and then just in terms of how these two teams match up, you know, Minnesota, uh, is not good at defending the three. They're allowing opponents almost 35%. Uh, obviously, Rutgers hit just 29.4% for the year, 335th nationally. They're, uh, like I said, Minnesota's great defending inside, defending the rim. They have a relatively high block rate. Um, and uh, in terms of rebounding, though, uh, they're, you know, okay offensive rebounding, uh, right around 198, 31%. Uh, they are not great at keeping opponents off the boards. Uh, 29%, 181st. Uh, so in terms of Big Ten play, how do these teams match up? Uh, Minnesota right now, and this is, again, there's a couple games still going on. They're ninth in offensive efficiency, and they are ninth in defensive efficiency. Rutgers is last in offensive efficiency and number one in defensive efficiency. Minnesota has uh, turned it over quite a bit in league play. Uh, they're 11th. Uh, they've done a really good job of getting to the line uh, and also converting inside. They're shooting almost 53% inside uh, uh, the arc, uh, but getting to the free throw line a lot, but they're only shooting 66% in league play from the line. Uh, Rutgers, by the way, shooting a little bit better from the free throw line, but they're 12th. Uh, and in terms of free throw rate, you know, Rutgers is not getting to the line at all in Big Ten play, 13 20%, very low. Uh, Rutgers is shooting not well from three in Big Ten play. 31%, though, that's a little bit better. Two-point range, 41%, which is worse uh, in the conference. So this game is concerning in the sense of can Rutgers convert inside? Uh, obviously, Williams, Derek Simpson have been able to, get, to go downhill, get inside. Can they finish in this game? Cliff, can he finish in this game? Rutgers is going to have to hit some threes in this game. Minnesota is allowing... 37% from three, 10th worst in the league. Uh, Rutgers has been pretty good against the three, 33% fourth. Uh, Rutgers is number one in block rate defensively, number one in turnover rate. So that's huge. Uh, Minnesota in terms of, yeah, they're 12th in offensive rebounding for opponents. Opponents are getting uh, offensive boards at 32% rate. So Rutgers has to get offensive rebounds. They have to get second chance points. They have to get uh, score off of turnovers, get out in transition, hit some threes off of penetration. Uh, you got to hit at least six or seven threes in this game, I think. You got to contain their three point shooters. Uh, it, it is an interesting matchup. It is not one that, you know, I look at it and say Rutgers has, you know, two or three clear advantages on. Um, foul trouble, I think, could be an issue in this game. Uh, how uh, Rutgers does inside, obviously, some concerns with Moat Mag, the late scratch on Thursday. They're really going to need him inside on both ends of the floor in this game. Uh, no word on whether – I'm sure it's probably a game-time decision again. Uh, Noah Fernandes, you know, from three-point range, uh, played really good in the first half team uh, team offense in terms of three uh, assists, five rebounds, uh, just playing as, as, as a you know great teammate. Um, did not come out in the second half. Pykele said he's got a knee issue. Uh, if I had to 
to bet, you know, uh, the fact that Noah didn't play at all in the second half. What remains to be seen, uh, hopefully he can play in this game. But Mag, I think there's probably a better chance just because he was elite scratch. It sounds like it's just soreness. But um, if he does play, they're really going to need the Mag of, of, you know, to be the defensive prowess that he is. But also uh, they need him on the boards. They need him uh, scoring inside. So that's a big question mark for this game. And, uh, yeah, you know, if Cliff does get in foul trouble, how does Agbole show up? You know, does Wolf get some time in this game? And then also going back to three-pointers, you know, Oscar Palmquist, can he build off of that three-pointers uh, three made, made? Sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, from behind the arc in that first half, that was so key to beating uh, Northwestern on Thursday. They're going to need the bench to hit threes. And I've talked about this dynamic being a little bit different, is that all their best three-point shooters are on the bench. Um, you know, obviously, if Mag doesn't play, Hyatt will start. You know Hyatt will hunt threes. But Rutgers just has to, you know, keep their composure in this game, bring the defensive intensity, uh, limit turnovers. Uh, Minnesota is turnover prone. Now, they have a really good point guard in Elijah Hawkins. He has uh, one of the uh, highest assist rates in the country. Just looking him up. Yeah, he's uh, sixth nationally with a 40% assist rate. So he really, um, you know, leads their offense. Minnesota is pretty good at swinging the basketball. They have a very high assist rate as a team. Uh, they are second nationally. Wow, 67.7%. Uh, so Rutgers is going to be tested defensively in this game. This is Ball pressure is going to be hard uh, because Minnesota really is going to move it. You know, they don't go into a lot of isolation. It's going to be hard to double them uh, in traps uh, in the half court. That press is going to be key. Can they create? I think they're going to have to create turnovers off the press. Uh, it's going to be harder to... Uh, create double teams and traps in the half court because Minnesota moves the ball so well. Elijah Hawkins, you know, he's smaller. Uh, Jermichael Davis is going to be on him. You have to imagine maybe Simpson at times, but can they slow him down? Uh, and can they force turnovers from, from the secondary guys? Uh, can they close out on threes? Can they, uh, you know, limit Garcia and uh, Ola Joseph in, uh, you know, in the paint? And, um, you know, they're going to have to limit them to one-chance opportunities. They, they can't allow Minnesota second-chance points, uh, second-chance opportunities off offensive rebounds because they, they'll kill them inside. Uh, they can't allow it. Uh, and, they, you know, it's uh, this is going to be a 40-minute game. The Rutgers, the, the Kempom projects Minnesota to win 66-62. I believe they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog. This is not a game that, you know, you can expect to win by any means, but they certainly have a chance. Rutgers has never won five Big Ten regular season games in a row. They've won four. They've done it three times now. They've never won five in a row. They've never won three. Uh, and going back to conference, Dave White uh, tweeted, which uh, I know is correct, they have not won five regular season conference games since the Big East in 1996. I was a high school senior when they did that. So a lot of history opportunity in that regard. And then they've never won three Big Ten road games in a row either. Uh, true three Big Ten road games in a row. They won at Michigan. They won at Maryland. Uh, they've they've won two in a row, you know, a couple times at this point, but they've never won three. So a lot of history could fall tomorrow in a positive way for Rutgers. But more importantly, just the momentum of the season. If they win tomorrow night, if they win Sunday, and, you know, if, if they've been dealing with adversity, with injuries, depending on who plays or doesn't play, who steps up or, you know, in the victory, I will really feel like they are on 
some kind of crazy run that you can't, you know, you shouldn't be surprised if anything positive happens at this point. I mean, they're on the cusp right now. Uh, listen, you lose tomorrow night. I, I would say the margin for error is basically zero after that in terms of making, you know, a tournament run outside of winning the Big Ten tournament. You do have at Purdue on Thursday. That could be a huge win. I mean, Minnesota, listen, it wouldn't be a catastrophic loss. Or it's a Q2 opportunity. Rutgers is 6-9 and nine in Q1, Q2 games right now. Um, they've they've won three road games overall. They have that quad one win at Seton Hall, which is huge. So this would be do nothing but wonders to c- continue the positive momentum and uh, even Rutgers up at 7-7 seven and seven in Big Ten play. It would be huge. It would be absolutely huge. Um, where this season goes, we don't know. But uh, this team has just been a joy to watch the last four games. Jeremiah Williams obviously is going to be huge in this game. Can he finish in the paint? Uh, he made some, you know, ridiculous shots. His footwork is so good offensively, you know, uh, off the dribble, uh, that jump stop, and just him catching himself, being able to make kind of some acrobatic, kind of low percentage shots that he's been making. Will those continue to fall? Derek Simpson, what is his decision-making going to be like in this game? Is he going to be able to get to the rim? Is he going to pull up for contested twos? Can he make some elbow twos? You know, he, he did a good job of that against Michigan. Uh, that was key in that game. So every, it's going to require contributions from everyone in this game. We don't know who's going to be available, who's not. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, they, they uh, who – Shoots better from the line is a huge X factor in this game. I do, con- I am concerned about foul trouble in this game for Rutgers. Uh, but you know, if, if they can draw some fouls inside, you know, if you can get Gar- Dustin Garcia in foul trouble, that would be big. Uh, but you have to exercise some demons in this game. Rutgers has not played well. I think that actually helps them in this game. I think Pike will be in their ear about that. I think the guys that were on last year's team are going to want to make up for that loss last year. So there's a lot of a lot, a lot of dynamics to this game, uh, but overall, I mean, you know, they're, they're pretty equal in terms of um, how they perform this year. Uh, Minnesota's considered, you know, uh, uh, to be more on the NCAA tournament track just because of of their overall record, but uh, that could change quickly. And uh, you know, Rutgers is playing with with great confidence and great toughness right now, and both are going to have to show up in big. And a big way on Sunday night, 6.30, BTN, Rutgers, Minnesota. Can the ride continue? Can history be made with extending that those that winning streak on the road, extend the winning streak in conference play, and just getting this team – essentially, they win this game. They're, they're officially on the bubble. There, there should be no denials in that regard. And uh, it's going to be it's, – it's, I think it's going to be a really hard-fought game. Minnesota's tough at home this year, and they're a better team. So I do think Michael has the edge over uh, Ben Johnson, the Minnesota coach. Let's see if he can draw up some, uh, you know, some wrinkles in this game. Again, I think the press, the one-three zone, one-three-one zone, you mix in here and there, ball pressure. Uh, but get, getting out in passing lanes, can Rutgers jump passing lanes? Are they going to, you know, get burned by taking too many chances? But Minnesota is turnover prone, uh, and uh, they're going to have to shut down. I think if they can slow down Elijah Hawkins. Uh, they can, uh, you know, close out on shooters, not get beat on ball reversals, uh, limit them to one-shot possessions, own the glass in this game. Uh, you know, you, you probably it's probably a game they're going to shoot 40% from two. That's just what they do, right? 
They're going to have to hit some threes. They're going to have to get some transition baskets, some easy baskets inside in transition. Uh, and, and they're going to have to uh, finish from the line. So we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening and watching once again. And I'll be back after the game with a rapid reaction. Appreciate uh, and I hope everyone has a great rest of the weekend.